Welcome to Look What She Built, where we show you examples of what an iconic woman leader looks like. I'm your host, Jamie Rowe, and I'm so excited to have you here. I created Look What She Built because I want to celebrate the bold, the brave, and badass women who are doing business in their own way. In this podcast, we're going to interview and celebrate these women business owners, as well as bring on experts that can help us dive deep on topics like sales, self-care, money mindset, and more. So let's dive in and show the world what an iconic woman looks like. Hello, everyone. This is Jamie Foster with Look What She Built Podcast, and I have Erin Marcus with me today. Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm awesome and excited and can't wait to chat with you. Oh, awesome. This is the, this is how we should start all of it. Okay. So I'm going to share a little bit with our audience who you are. So Erin Marcus, she's the founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, an international company helping entrepreneurs and small business owners get out of reaction mode so they can be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives. Having made the successful leap from corporate executive to entrepreneur, she uses that experience along with her MBA education and street smart upbringing to help her clients reach heights they never dreamed possible and have fun doing it. Erin is also an international speaker, the host of Ready Yet podcast, and author of the upcoming book by the same name. When not helping entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and life they're proud of, she spends time volunteering with wildlife rescues. Erin, welcome to the show. I sound so impressive. I have to live up to that Because you are, girl. You are impressive. And also, too, you're in like my old stomping grounds. You're in Chicago or you're just outside of Chicago, right? I'm just outside of Chicago, but I did grow up in the city in the 70s and 80s, public school. Mom was a hairdresser. Dad was a cop. Every after school special you've seen that would tell you what that was like. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty spot on, isn't it? <laughs> they were a little accurate. Yeah. Okay, I love this topic today because we originally, we talked about doing another topic, but we started talking and this came up. I want to talk about this whole flood and the, so, the focus on mindset when it comes to sales versus action. Versus action, yes. Versus action. So a lot of people wanting to spend all this time on their mindset, which is an important piece, of course. It's an important piece. Um, but it can be some time. Well, that's going to be the debate. How much time to spend on the mindset, the importance of it, and then also with action. So let's let's kick it off there, Erin. Where should we start? All right. Where should we start? So as you were talking, the thing that came to mind is one of the challenges of focusing on mindset as your litmus test for being ready for something is you're literally up against neuroscience. Your brain's job is to keep you safe. That's it. Your brain's job is to keep you alive. And it's very black and white. Either everything's fine because we've done it before or we're all going to die. And there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. So if you are using feeling confident, feeling whatever the opposite of imposter syndrome is, confidence, right? If you are waiting to feel good about sales, and you don't have a sales background, I can pretty much guarantee it's never going to happen. 
so right like it's never going to happen and it's it, i say it's not your fault but it is your problem let yourself off the hook it's just neuroscience but but we need to use that it's not your fault but, but it is your problem. problem. <laughs> right. Oh, your yeah. so, right? that needs to be posted <laughs> somewhere. Aaron, but it's okay. not your fault. And then my other one that goes with that, it is give yourself a break, but don't let yourself off the hook. Yeah. Right. There is just going to be a moment in time. And I call it a moment in time. There's going to be 8 million moments in time when you're working on sales, that your mindset is not going to align with what the thing is that you actually want. And you really have a choice. That's like your moment of truth. Are you going to stay ready, getting ready to get ready to journal, to post a pretty picture, to do the thing? Or are you just going to do the thing and three times later realize you didn't die and now you get to just do the thing? Yes. Yes. It's like doing the, the first time you jump in the deep end. Oh my God. Right. Like I've been watching, I don't know how I got on TikTok for new swimmers, right? Jumping off of diving boards, jumping off of boats. I don't what? understand the TikTok algorithm. On a thread <laughs> for new swimmers. Do you know how to swim, Erin? Yeah, I can swim. I've been thrown off more stuff into the lake. That's how we learned how to swim. You got to remember, I'm over 50 years old. We were just thrown in the pool, right? Oh, I remember throwing the deep end and they would put a big silver pool at this YMCA downtown Marcana, Illinois. Millie was her name. She had a brown swimsuit that, that fit her very poorly. And... <laughs> But we're not traumatized by any of that. No, no, I have, you know, it's not crystal clear memory or talk about it in therapy, but anyway, but yeah, exactly. Um, right. Like you can get ready. And, and I, I have a hard time, truthfully, I have a hard time, even though I will rail against Instagram and Insta tactics and the lies at the same time, I have a hard time vilifying any business owner for using effective marketing tactics. That's their job. Yep. That's their job. And we know better. We know better than to believe somebody's highlight reel. We know consciously that that's what they're doing, but subconsciously we are looking for any reason we can find to not do the scary thing because our brain thinks we're all going to die. Yeah. It, it is real. The brain does think this is it. It's over. If you do this new thing, this is not safe and we're going to die. So why don't you go scrub the tile in the bathroom and then go call your friend with and the have a glass of wine yeah. and talk about you're so scared about sales and you went online and found out it's probably imposter syndrome. So let's talk about that for the next six months and not get yeah, any. I, and, and, and I say this in the most compassionate way. I've been there. I've done it myself. Exactly. Oh, I've done it. We've all been there. We've all been there. And the other thing that unfortunately to me has added to the problem is that same wave of content that tells you, and here's the thing, I journal every day, I read every day. It's not that I don't do my mindset, mindset work every day. I absolutely do it, but I don't stay there. And the same wave of content that has inundated people and particularly women with this type of content is the same wave of content that has told you absolutely everybody can be a business owner, can be an entrepreneur, and it's easy. Oh, the romanticizing right. of entrepreneurship. There's nothing wrong with having a great job. I right. had a great job for a long time. Own it. Be proud of it. My sister-in-law has the most amazing job in the world. She should be, should be the proudest person in the universe. But we've made it sound like it's easy and it's 
everyone can do it and just do this one thing and you're a millionaire. And then, oh, and if you're stuck at all, you know, sit outside with your glass of wine and your pretty journal and take pictures of it and then post those pictures. And I know I, I share because I'm just so weird. I mean, I get it. I know I'm not normal because why everyone else is posting pictures of their journaling, I posted a picture of an ax. <laughs> Yes, you did. Right. Yes, Which you may did. be all you need to know about me. Right there. <laughs> a good reason for that axe picture. There's a good right. reason. It's how great. And that story was all about what do you want and how bad do you want it? And I, I joke because I'm five feet tall and I grew up in Chicago. Wielding an axe to chop wood it wasn't something I ever really saw myself doing. But I'm working on a garden project. My boyfriend was busy. He didn't want to it's not that he didn't want to help me. He couldn't help me. And I didn't want to, I wanted it. Yeah. So guess who learned how to have, I don't even know what the right term is, but I can wield an ax and a log, log splitter and do really cool things now. And it, I'm 53. So it all hurt for days, but Hey, we've got a garden. <laughs> don't you hate that the recovery time is, Oh like, my God, it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. I just went on a hike. And then for three days later, I'm elevating my legs. I, I'm doing I, energy drinks 24 seven. I did three days of gardening and massive pain. And I finally got to the point where things didn't hurt anymore. And the next night I hurt my neck sleeping. <laughs> oh, what is that? That's like the good joke. It's like, oh, your neck hurts. And they're like, yeah. I, oh, they're like, oh, did you get in a fight or, or did you fall down? Or It's like, no, I was just I really good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everyone is 20 or 30 listeners. Like, is this what it's like? It's yes. As you age, it's amazing, but there's a lot of recovery time. There's a lot of recovery. Okay, so let's talk about what what is the reason for this? Is this because of the influence of people on Instagram? Why, you know, or what is, are people, this is an opportunity for them to lean into that victimism if if they have tendencies to that? Like, why are people being like, oh, I need to solve this problem instead of like, oh, I need to take action and do something, I'm going to journal in the backyard and drink some wine and take a picture of it. And then, well, let's, let's look at it this way. And it's kind of a trick question. We live in, I mean, this is really, we live in a capitalistic country, right? People make money. Businesses make money by solving problems. But if the problem that nobody buys, nobody wants to spend money on doing hard work. That's just not what people buy, right? Staples killed us. Easy button. Easy button. I know. And I have an easy button around here somewhere, but like physically, and we're believing we're, we're inundated, right? When, when I was in school and when I was early in my career, I was not inundated with messages telling me what else was possible. There was no social media. I was not surrounded by anything that told me there's another way I could have everything I want and I could just drink wine while doing it. You know, there, and it's capitalism. So there's companies, right? There's actual businesses and companies. Right. So when I was at work and when I was moving through my career, I wasn't inundated and surrounded 
not just by content, but by actual businesses trying to find a way to make money by promising me something that looked great. By the way, that's just marketing. It's just marketing. And I happen to love marketing. I have an MBA market. Like I, right. So it's not a bad thing, but what we're surrounded by creates familiarity. Oh, I said it correctly, I think, mm. right? That no like and trust, good job. No like and trust. And so we start to believe it subconsciously, even if consciously we know it's probably not completely there. Okay. It's- so like when I see advertisements for journals, and they're like, if you write this 50 times a day, I'll, on like on Instagram, where they the best journal ever. It's going to make you hit all your action items you've ever want and make your dreams come true. Yeah, it like, won't hit, you won't hit a single one. Because no, you're spending time writing it 50 times. I'm a money right. magnet. And I've done that. Listen, I've done that work. It's interesting. It's interesting. There can be some great things that come from it. But if you're doing that every day, what? what? It's only half the equation. Right. That's the challenge. It's half. I won't even say that it's less than half because if your subconscious believes it, you will go out and create it. So I don't want to dismiss it. I don't want anyone listening to this to think that either you or I are against this. The problem is it is, it's a full half, but it's only half. And the other half is action, right? The way that you keep moving up is a new belief and a new action. If you're only taking action and you don't have the mindset and belief, it won't work. You won't get the actual results you want. Conversely, if you only have the belief and you're working on your beliefs, but you're never taking new, not any action, but the new action, it won't work either. And so there's a ton of money to be made in telling people, how pretty and beautiful and easy something is. And then you have people like you and I who have taken the road of trying to make a fair amount of money telling people, let's do the work. I I have to say, Erin, is that I am very clear about saying that there's a lot of work here, but I mix my marketing with the confidence conversation because that's what they want, right? They want confidence, but when we have a, they have homework to do, I meet with them. And if I have an inkling that they're not ready to do the work, but they want to talk about the confidence thing and that's it. Right. Right. And I have that conversation all the time, by the way, I have the conversation all the time. What's going to, I, and when I do a VIP day with a client, and we spend an entire day creating a business and marketing strategy to scale. I end that conversation with what's going to screw this up. Let's head it off now. What is going to screw this up? But I never, I'm trying to think, I, I had a great conversation with a client today who got a little stuck. This is totally reasonable. It's completely reasonable. So we talked about why did she get stuck? But we didn't just say go journal. It was okay. This is the action you need to take to get unstuck. Beliefs don't get you unstuck. Action gets you unstuck. Yes, absolutely. And the the other thing is the only thing, you know, the thing that feeds imposter syndrome is failure. Not failure in results, but failure to act. Well, 
I don't know if you heard the commencement speech by the lady who created Girls That Code, and I apologize, I don't recall her name right now. Someone can look it up or we can put it in the show notes. And she talked about how imposter syndrome is basically manufactured by the patriarchy. There used, there's something that came out called bicycle face when bicycles came out. And it was because women were getting bicycles because normally they'd have to wait at home for like a carriage to pull up and the man would have to send the horse carriage because only men could do the carriages. And then the women had to stay home clean, take care of the kids and they couldn't leave. So when the bicycle came out, she had freedom. She could get on her bike, go to town, do whatever she wanted. So they came out these, however, medical society and men came out and said, there's a new disease out everyone. It's called bicycle face and it's flushed cheeks and perspiration and clenching of the face and things like that. And they created this diagnosis for bicycle face to prevent women from leaving the home and riding their bikes. So they said imposter syndrome was created by the patriarch because they didn't want women to be in leadership roles and you should question yourself. You should have doubt, like, really, do you belong here? And all these types of things. It's the most interesting commencement speech. Um, It's also how civilization works. Like I, I am, I hate to break it to people, but that's 1 million percent normal. If you look at every group that's ever been in power in any place, whether it's men over women, whether it's white people over black people, whether it's this country over that country, whether it's this religion over that, whatever it is, pick one. It all works the same. You control people through fear. Yes. You control the easiest way to control people is to make them afraid of something. It works because it our works. brains are wired that way. Hundred percent. If you do something bad, you're going to hell. Oh my gosh! Right. right. Like, and it, 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 we don't even have to lay claim to whether it's good or bad or righteous or bad. Like, it doesn't even matter. What matters is that if you are trying to create greatness in your business, because I know that's what we both, who we both talk to, you have to understand that you are going to come up against neuroscience and subconscious programming that is going to make some of the things really scary and hard to do yeah that's fine that's, that's fine. Fine. I just say fun anyway it's fine like, like oh it's fine. it's fine it's fine i mean it could be fun to me honestly i have you can reprogram how you feel about this like if I, I call my excitement and scared at the same time, I call that buzzy roller coaster because buzzy I'm fu- roller buzzy roller coaster. coaster. I'm fine okay. in line. I'm fine in line waiting for the roller coaster. And I'm a lot of fun on the roller coaster. But in that moment where they slot you like cattle into the like, I'm having a meltdown in that moment. Okay, Let's be real. Six flags. Are we talking six flags? Yes. Yes. Great. What is it? Raging bull? Like I'm having oh, a down when I'm in the, in the cattle slots, right? And I'm terrified and excited at the same time. And it's a vibration in my chest. So what I have learned in my business that if I don't have buzzy roller coaster, that's my growth edge. And so now I no longer interpret it as, oh my God, we're all going to die. I now have learned to interpret it. All right, here we go. We're on a something. Yeah, we're hitting the edge, right? I'm going to grow. I can feel it. This is uncomfortable to me. So what can I do about it? And I think that's what's great about, hey, 
you know, you take that next step forward, whether you get a coach or whatever the case could give you tools to move past that, or you figure it out on your own. I don't care either way. I think the most important thing here is a, we're not poo-pooing mindset work at all. Oh, and just no. another quick, right. Another quick reminder of that is that that's half the work. It's half the work. Taking the action is the next piece. And that action is going to be scary. There's going to be some fearful parts. That's and a lot of it won't work. A lot of it won't work and being okay with failure. I think that is one of the absolute most fantastic um, attributes of an entrepreneur is resilience. And I know we've overused that word during COVID times, but it really is like failing and jumping back up because you and I both know working with clients, I'll see people spin. They'll come to me after six months of, you know, a very hard failure and they're still spinning and they right. like and pull me that's, out. That's oh my God. That is one of the things that I'll tell you I attribute my success to is, and, and I had a coach help me through this. This is not something I figured out on my own, but the ability to um, recover faster what started out that would throw me for six months, then it was a quarter, then it was a month, then it was a week, then it was a day. And I actually did a post about it, um, about something that happened uh, last week where someone said something to me that triggered the ever loving out of me. Like, and it hadn't happened in a while. Two hours later, I posted about what to do in that moment because I'd already resolved it. Okay. Let's talk about this. Someone, let's say someone is listening right now. They got triggered. There's a fear coming up. Because I'm sure you and I just triggered a whole bunch of people. <laughs> let's just call I regularly trigger people. Like I, I watch people people's faces. No, I'm, that's why I think we're here too, is that we're here to question. We're here to be candid. We're here to be real and have real talk. And sometimes they don't want to hear it. And that's okay. I have um, all the empathy in the world, by the way. Like yes. is, is, is confidently cadent. My voices, I have all the empathy in the world because I understand how hard it is. It, tremendous. Uh, Cause we've all been triggered in some form or another. I mean, I just wait for a family weekend for seeing relatives. I rarely see. And I'm like, well, let's, I had one coach. This is great years ago. She's like, buy, buy a new journal. And I said, why? She goes, you're going to see your whole family, like everyone this coming weekend. So every time you get triggered, you're going to write something down. I'm like, I don't need a whole new journal. And she's like, mm. yes, you do. I, I went, I went to a, my stepdad's 90th birthday party last August, a year ago now. And every single day, every single day while I was there, same thing, the whole journal. What do you want? I want this, this, and this. Who do I need to be? What do I need to believe? And what do I need to do? Like the real outcome was, what do you want? I want this person, this person, and this person to get their heads out their butts. Mm, I can't have that because I can't control that. So what do I really want? This is what I want. I want my stepdad to enjoy his time. He's nine years old. Who do I need to be? What do I need to do? And what do I need to believe in order for that to happen? And it was the same thing that I, it was the same answer, but I rewrote that for five days in a row. Yeah. We need to, it takes a beat. Sometimes our, it's like that old programming. I say, think about if you're on a road, you know, they build trenches on the side of the road for irrigation purposes. So the water goes down into the trench and that think of a, you know, a, a mental thought going down that trench for years and years. It's, it's well-made. It's great. Yeah. 
And then you're like, hey, um, we're not going to use that trench anymore. We're going to go across the road. It's flat out. We're going to build our new one. And the brain's like, but we just, I, I know how I to. I love that trench. I love that I love trench. It. it doesn't serve me, but I like know it's familiar pain and I understand it. So reprogramming, it takes time. It takes love and compassion to redo that for and- sure learning, like the first thing I had to do was learn how to become an observer of my own behavior so that I, you know, I talk about getting out of reaction mode. The thing that gets you out of reaction mode is one, making decisions on the front end, but two, observing yourself as neutrally as you can so that when you get triggered, instead of throwing me for six months and even a month or even an hour at this point, I can catch it faster because I physically know what it feels like. It's always a clench, by the way. It's always a clench. Somewhere in your body, you're clenching. Right? It's always a clench somewhere. As soon as I feel it, the uh, right? Now I've taught myself that the you know, response to the clench is not to retreat, but to be, oh, isn't that interesting? I wonder what that was about. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah, wonder so what's pause. It's, it's a, a pause, pause and it's beautiful self-awareness of what's really happening here and to take a beat. Cause if not, we're just gonna go to auto auto mode. Auto spiral, auto yeah. trench spiral. We can rename it. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just talking about mindset stuff. Um <laughs> again. It's okay. It's good. Um I'm just trying to decide. This has been so awesome. Just having this conversation because I can't tell you how many conversations I've had about mindset or just lead generating activities or just action on this piece or how to find your ideal client. Like there's a balance between this two. And I don't think a lot of people talk about it because the mindset part is so much more pretty. It's easier, but it's actually more difficult in my mind. It's so much harder because so marketing sales, lead generation, building your funnel, taking pictures, whatever you want, a graphic design, whatever you want to call it. It's all easy. The reason it's easy is because you can hire people to do it. You can buy any of that. Mm-hmm. You can buy any of that. The mindset work you can only do for yourself. Right. Only you can do it. But, but, so, you know, you talk about the minds, you know, we, we, here's the other thing. We, we, are kind of approaching this as either or, and that's just not the case. You have mindset over here and you have action over there. And that's really not the case. And so my favorite thing to do, one of my favorite things to do with my clients when they do get stuck is to just take a step back. Okay, if that scares you, what's one less thing? Okay, can you do the less thing? No, okay, then let's take one more step back because action cures fear. 100%. That's how you create the bridge. Yep. And then you use the momentum, right? And then you use the momentum and, and that's the other thing that messes us up is human brains are very all or nothing. We're either, right, we're either going to do all of it, we're going to post every day on social media, we're going to do seven calls to action, we're going to do 50 phone calls a day, or when we set ourselves up for failure and we don't do it, we do zero things. Yep. So can you find the balance in the action? Here's the other thing, the balance is not in the mindset. The balance is not in the mindset, the balance is in the action. You can't think your way out of fear. You can't. You can only act. The only way to not be scared of doing the thing is doing the thing. It's just, it's just jumping in the pool. You just gotta jump in the pool. You're not gonna die. Everyone's watching. They're all there to save you. We all have the floaties on our arms. 
Oh God! I never had floaties. Oh, I God, had a Care Bear donut. Oh, that I had the donut. Crazy. My brother had the floaties. I'm two years older than him. I had the donut. He had the floaties. They almost killed him. Right, the arms go up, the kid goes down, and then the kid's not strong enough to reverse that. Oh, um, though I was thrown in the pool and swam to the edge. My brother was thrown in the pool and sunk like a rock. Um, and my mother had to go save him. <laughs> I think you get some pleasure from that statement, Erin. A little bit. Well, I feel like we've come full circle. Like a rock. <laughs> of course, he's sinking like a rock. Oh, but this has been so wonderful. Thank you, Aaron. This has been a great discussion. I love this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope we uh, inspired some people to take some action. Yep. To take some action. That's what it comes in at the end of the day. Mindset work plus action. That's where the magic happens. Um, so you can't do one or the other. But how can people find you? Find me. We make it really easy. It's all at conqueryourbusiness.com. If you go to conqueryourbusiness.com, you can reach me. You can reach social. You can reach my podcast. You can do all the million things at um, one one easy place. Awesome. Love it. All right. Thank you, Erin. And thank you everyone for listening. I appreciate you and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this conversation. I'm Jamie Rowe with Look What She Built, the one and only podcast that celebrates the brave, bold, and badass women who are doing business their way and telling us about it. Until next time, go show the world what an iconic woman looks like. Please share this with three women because we all need to share positive messages in the world. And if you want to learn more, please connect with me on social at Impact to Income.